What's up guys, Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. I hope you guys are doing wonderfully well. Brian and I um, just had quite a little epiphany earlier today, and I have a quite long drive ahead of me. So I figured, let me tell you about our insane epiphany that not only have we observed, but have now experienced and are now anticipatory. Is that a word? I don't know. It is now. So, get this, you guys. All right. For those of you that are joining us new on this podcast here, this is essentially where I share as many insights as I can possibly come up with (laughs) or that I've experienced on my journey to seven figures. Um, I'm not a millionaire yet, um, but I have been a six-figure entrepreneur for quite a while, and um, I've learned so many things about entrepreneurship, running businesses, having impact in people's lives, running communities, marketing, sales, and of course, trading, which is by far my favorite activity of all time. It's just the best revenue-generating thing I could possibly do with my time, and I love it to death. Um, I can't tell you how excited I... Like, it's weird, you guys. I sit down to trade, and I'm like... I'm like ready. Like, you know, like, I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like I'm I'm a kid in a candy store. Um, and I have to, like, calm down the excitement so I don't make a, an, an excited decision in the markets. Um, but I really love it. I, I'm, I'm just so grateful for it. It's changed my life, sincerely. And it's changing many other people's lives in our community. And so anyway, on my journey here towards seven figures, I am learning things. And and I want to be clear because I don't know if you guys knew this. There's actually 1,500, 1,500 roughly, new millionaires every day in the U.S. Now... I think about that number and I'm like, well, what the crap? Why am I not one of the 1,500 a day? (laughs) Um, The reality is, is a lot of people, they come into that kind of money very, very quickly. And when you come into that kind of money quickly, you quickly lose it as well. I'm a fan of starting slow, building a foundation, a secure foundation, and then start to pump the gas pump the pump the pedal <laughs> what is the phrase whatever <laughs> you then start to accelerate let's start let's start putting fuel on the fire right <laughs> I'm just trying to recover from my pump the gas is that the real phrase I don't know whatever um, so that's my philosophy I like to start slow foundationally and then let's start let's start putting some let's put some put some gas on the fire okay um and so my journey to seven figures is, has been that. I've, I've made six figures for a while, but like, I gotta think about the effort going in to make that six figures. Is it foundational or is it like, by the skin of my teeth am I making six figures, right? And I don't, I don't wanna be by the skin of my teeth. That's not a foundation, that's not a sturdy foundation. I want something strong before I start getting, getting it up there and up there and up there. And, we have something strong, you guys, and I'm so excited. Eventually, I will actually hit my seven figures, and we're going to have to change the goal of this podcast. <laughs> um, but for now, 
here I am sharing insights as I get to seven figures. Foundational insights. One of those foundational insights that that my business partners and I um, have lived by or have attempted our best to live by over the years has been what we call the four pillars of prosperity. And, And they are your priorities in life. In this order, time, health, relationships, finances. Time, health, relationships, finances. If you prioritize your life in that way, you will be wealthy. And wealth, of course, entails everything. Wealth is a wealth of time, a wealth of health, a wealth of relationships, and a wealth of money. So those those are principles. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Sorry. Those are principles that we attempt to live by and prioritize our life with. And I'll tell you what, I love it to death. And I, I continuously find ways to improve all those areas because I'm not perfect and I'm never going to be perfect. So it's a constant journey. It's a constant evolution. You're never going to quote unquote make it. If there's one thing I've learned about business, no business has actually made it. Even those seven figure businesses, even bigger businesses than that. Like even think about like, like Twitter, right? Or I don't know, like Facebook or some of these big behemoths that you may think will never go away, the reality is they will. At one point, they will. It's literally a matter of time. Um, That's just the, the sad truth about business. Just like people's lives, business lives also come to an end at some point in time. Some last longer than others, but at the end of the day, very, very few businesses last forever. Uh, In fact, I think if we look at like the S&P 500 or something like that, the the businesses listed there, only like three of them have been there since 20 years ago or something like that. All the rest of them are brand new. You know, like they're not. Anyway, my point, (laughs) my point, I don't know why I went on that rant. My point is, is these four pillars of prosperity are a foundational piece to life foundational piece to life and the epiphany that Brian and I had this morning is something also foundational that we've experienced and we've never been able to put like a, a, a label to it um, but okay Oof, let's see if I can explain this now um, alright listen You all know probably my spiritual beliefs. I'm a big believer in God and Jesus Christ. And I study the scriptures and I pray. And uh, I go pretty in depth with that kind of thing. I'm actually really, really interested in Jesus' teachings to the point of studying them like a madman. Because they, they hold the map of life. Like legitimately it is a guide to living and life. In fact, the four pillars of prosperity are from the Bible. That's where we got it from. Okay? We didn't make it up. It's from the Bible. So now that you know that about me, you should also know that I believe that everything that's good comes in your life comes from God. Everything that's bad comes from uh, the other guy, Lucifer. And um, and there's scripture behind that, right? And, um, of course, it's it's all meant to be. Even bad things that happen happen for you. 
but it doesn't come from God specifically. So when people are like, why did God allow, you know, why did God have this bad thing happen to me? He didn't, um, you know, it didn't come from God. However, everything happens for you. And God is wise enough to know that, right? So when I think about, I think about people that have made true impact in the world, like real impact, insane amounts of impact on the world. I think about their journeys and I think about certain statistics that come to mind. Like if you ever hear a millionaire talk about their journey to becoming a millionaire, it's always a story of being broke beyond broke having negative $2 in their banking, in their checking account and needing to feed their kids, right? Like these are the stories that tend to come up and then now they're millionaires, right? And something else that you're going to realize is that 75% of entrepreneurs, 75, 75% of entrepreneurs are divorced. Just another statistic for you. Just another statistic for you. Guess what? The other 25%, this is not, this is a totally made up statistic, you guys. But in my observation, and this is what I was talking to Brian, after we had this epiphany, I was talking to Brian about this, that I've observed this in the past. And I've even mentioned this observation on this podcast before in the past, over the years. I have noticed that when somebody is very successful, where they seem to have it all, they have the money, they have the fancy things. They even have an amazing relationship with their spouse and with their children. And they're heavily involved in the community and their church. They seem to have it all. It's all put together. They seem to have no issues, no problems. It's kind of like the little perfect family. Those people, there, there have been a few that I've observed in my life that I've looked up to, that, that have become friends, that were fantastic individuals. And all of a sudden, someone in their family, like the spouse or one of the children, comes down with a terminal illness. I'm not, I'm not even like, this sounds so like made up, but I've literally witnessed it many times that when everything is all situated, everything seems to be finally put together for this family, you know, over the years, like years of struggle and everything. And now they've got everything going. They're thriving for I don't know how long, one, five years, somewhere around there. And, uh, and all of a sudden there's health problems somewhere in the family, which limits their time. I don't know if you noticed what I just did. Okay. So (laughs) I kind of walked backwards through the four pillars of prosperity. So we know in priority, it's time, health, relationships, money, right? I walked backwards the other way didn't I? I said entrepreneurs, almost all of the millionaires that you ever hear speak or tell their story, they talk about how they were once broke, beyond broke. They had the financial attack. And then, and then 75% of those folks are divorced. Relationships were attacked. And then those that make it through that attack, they end up, there's some kind of health crisis, which then of course limits their time. I am telling you this right now, okay? If you are experiencing money problems, this is the first attack, you guys. This is the first attack by the enemy because you are someone spectacular, extraordinary, 
and you have a gift, you have something inside of you that is going to cause a, a very awesome, positive impact on this world, and the enemy is holding you back, and he's doing it in the easiest way possible, which is to attack finances. Finances are by far the easiest thing for him to attack, um, because it's obviously kind of a big problem, right? And, and pretty much he has the world at his fingertips to make that harder, as, as hard as possible, there's so many things against people being able to make money the way they want to make money. It's it's insane, which is why we trade. <laughs> Let's get past that problem, okay? Funny enough, you hear a lot of stories about relationships where spouses are super happy, broke, right? Like they're like, hey, we're poor, but we're super happy. And people, what they do is they conflate rich to unhappiness. But I'm here to change that perspective a little bit. I don't believe that that's the case. I believe everyone is meant to make money. Everyone is meant to be wealthy when it comes to to money and finances. Because see, when you have that tool at your disposal, the impact you can have on other people's lives is insane. Just today, no joke, I drove to Chicago Uh, to go on a date. That's actually where I'm driving back from. I had a wonderful date, you guys. Oh my gosh. I I adore my girlfriend. I just got to say, every time I I have a date with her, it's like she's even better than the last time (laughs) I saw her. She's just an amazing person. Anyway, so I'm on my way to this date and it's in Chicago. There's like a restaurant there, whatever we're going to. We're meeting there and, um, I'm at this red light and this homeless guy comes out. Now, if you don't know, if I see a homeless guy like on a corner with a sign, it is like my personal obligation to give them 10 bucks, okay? Because I feel like that's enough for food. I don't know their story. I don't know if they're lying. I don't know if they're doing it just because they're lazy. I don't know if they have a mental illness. I have no idea. So it's not my job to judge whether or not I give them money. It's my job just to be generous. And this is just my own outlook. You can have different outlooks if you want. Um, so anyway, this guy's on the corner and he's got a sign up. So I roll down my window and I wave, I flag him down, tell him to come over to my car and I gave him a $10 bill and, you know, and I said, I hope God can bless you today. And he said, oh my gosh, thank you so much. God bless you. I have had these surgeries because I'm a vet. I'm a war vet. He showed me his hand guys, three fingers missing from his hand. He's like, I have a hard time with work because I, this hand isn't really that useful. And he was fully cognitive, you know, cognitive. Like he's not, he wasn't like missing any brain cells or anything, you know, like he was, he's a good guy. And, uh, and I was like, oh my gosh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. Listen, the light's going to change soon, but I really do. I'm going to pray for you. And he goes, thank you so much. And he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm like, what? He's like, I'm going to. I'm going to take this 10 and I think I'm going to rent a, like an e-bike and he's like, I'm going to do some DoorDash and I'm going to turn this 10 into a 20. <laughs> I'm not even t- joking, you guys. I'm like, heck yes. And I gave him another 10. <laughs> I'm like, take another bike. <laughs> so It was so funny and I just made his day and you know what? Honestly, he made my day. Like, I love that. I love that about people, and, and um, it's it's just, we're, when you have money, 
You can change people's lives. You don't have to have millions of dollars. You can have 20 bucks. I just constantly carry two tens or a 10 and two fives and all the time just so that I can do that kind of thing. Um, it's literally just part of my my day. And, and I, I'm only able to do that because finances are in order. Because I've been blessed in that arena. If you understand the power of money and the good that it can do and provide for the world, for the people in your immediate vicinity, the devil is going to attack the crap out of that. He's going to do everything in his power to get, get you out of that, which is why we have Prosperity You. It is there primarily, let's start making you some money. Let's do it. You got to learn a new skill. It's not the easiest skill to learn, but the payout is tremendously worth it. So, the enemy attacks your finances. Once you defeat him in the financial arena, you give the enemy the finger. <laughs> he told, don't do that. I just, I don't know, sometimes... So, <laughs> uh, I wish I could just edit that out now, but whatever. You give the enemy the finger and you're like, ah, now I got money, right? Now I'm, now I'm raking in the dough because Prosperity University is absolutely phenomenal. Um, part of their movement and those guys know what they're doing okay and now you're doing this this awesome thing making the monies just the other day by the way we had a guy post in our community um and i'm putting this in our emails this week um but we had a guy post in our community about how he trades to pay his mortgage like trading is now paying his mortgage and then some like it's taken him it's taken him like a year to get to that point. But you know what's awesome? It's so much better than how much it's covering right now. What's even cooler about that is he knows it's just a matter of time at this point before trading is literally covering every expense and giving him a proper lifestyle, the lifestyle he wants. Um, I'm so proud of him. He's, he's come such a long way. Um, so I hope he's listening to this episode and, and understands my sincerity there. But my point is, is we help people with the financial part. Now, in or, funny thing is, in order to be successful with the finances, there's a lot of personal growth involved. You will have to make some changes in the way you think, in the way you perceive the world, if you truly want the financials taken care of. I promise you. Um, once those are taken care of, guess what's going to be the next struggle? We're going up the, the four pillars of prosperity. Next up on the list is relationships. The enemy is going to attack your relationships. Whether it's between you and your spouse, you and your kids, you and your parents, you and your siblings, who knows? But that's next on the docket. Knowing that ahead of time, I'm telling you this now. Once your finances financials are good, relationships are next under attack. I'm telling you this from extraordinary extreme personal experience as well as extraordinary extreme observations and studies because I've studied so many successful people and I encourage you to do the same because success leaves clues. One of those clues being 75% of entrepreneurs are divorced. Why? Is it because money just made them bad people? No. It's because relationships is next on the, on the list. Next on the chopping block for the devil prepare for that. Now that you know that, how can you prepare for that? 
Come up with some solutions. Tell your spouse about this. Just be like, hey, listen, our finances over the next year are going to improve drastically and it's going to be awesome. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope you're looking forward to it too. Listen, I don't want anything between us to change. I don't want it to, to have any kind of friction. So let's come up with a plan. How are we going to make our relationship stronger over the course of this year as our finances get better? What are we going to do? Maybe we go to Bible study classes together. Maybe we start a hobby like dancing or something together. Maybe we make sure we don't miss date night every week. Maybe we have sex more often. Like, there are so many different things that you could do to strengthen your relationship in order to prepare properly for the attacks that will be coming inevitably. Now, I I also want to make sure you understand the reason that these attacks happen is because you are going to provide a huge impact in the world. And the more you figure out your four pillars of prosperity, the more they're going to be under attack. Don't look at that as a bad thing. I welcome it. At this point in time, I welcome it. Oh, okay. Another thing under attack right now. I must be doing something right. Clearly, I'm doing something right. And he's just trying to put me off my game. It's not going to work. I'm too much on top of my game. Okay. Say your relationship is strong. Now you got the now you're that dream family basically. You've got the money, you've got the nice things, you've got the the awesome relationship that you continuously work on. Not perfect, but awesome all the same. And uh, what's next? Well, next he's going to attack health. What can you do now to prepare for that? Work out. Eat healthy. Study things. Study things. What is the impact of sugar? What is the impact of gluten, right? You don't have to do an extreme diet yet, but start to study up on that stuff because there may come a point in time where you'll have to make a drastic change in diet in order to overcome a health challenge. There's nothing wrong with that. It's part of life. Health will be under attack though. So as I'm thinking about my own journey here to seven figures, and of course health, by the way, affects your time, right? Especially if it's a terminal thing. So as I'm on my journey, personal journey to seven figures, I'm thinking about how I've been prioritizing my time, my health, my relationships, and my money and uh, in that order. And I have overcome financial difficulties for the most part, right? It's, it's just a very different form of financial difficulties. I'm no longer concerned about if I can get milk this week or cereal for my kids. I, I used to have that kind of worry. I no longer have that worry. My worry now is more like, um, hey, I don't want this cash to just be saved. I want this cash to work for me. What can I do? What can I do to make this investment work better? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, like whatever. It's just different problems. Not even problems. I don't even consider it a problem. I consider it more like fun to be honest. Um, so now that financial difficulties are basically over, um, what's my next thing? Relationships, right? Relationships are under attack. Yeah. Already went through the divorce, right? (laughs) Went through the divorce and I thought, Oh my gosh, I'm going to start dating again. I tried dating a little bit and then I was like, no, I don't think I'm going to date anymore. So I took a break and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I will try again, but this time with Facebook dating because it's free. 
I went into Facebook dating and met my current girlfriend and she's amazing. And so that relationship is going great. We, we mentioned pretty much on the first date, what are you looking for in a relationship? She had her list of things. I had my list of things. One of my lists was I want a foundational relationship. I want a relationship that has the strongest foundations to where nothing can shake it. And that's what her and I are attempting to build. Slowly but surely, dang it, because we live so far away from each other. <laughs> but, but we'll get there. Um, hopefully. Um, anyway, so my relationship right now is going great. My relationship with my kids, honestly, since the divorce, has only gotten stronger. And, and I mean, like, kind of significantly stronger. Um, love my kids to death. I would do anything for them. And right now, we have such a strong relationship. Obviously, there's still room for improvement, all like always, like without anything. But I feel like I've defeated the enemy in that arena. So what's next on my list? Health. Which is why I'm so darn focused on health right now. Um, I'm going to the gym every single day. I'm eating right for the most part. This last week was a little bit hectic for me in terms of my schedule. Um, it was pretty hectic, like quite a bit hectic. So, um, I did order a lot of food out for dinners cause I didn't want to cook or do dishes or anything. <laughs> I was like, whatever, I'm just buying freaking Wendy's. Let's do this. And, uh, <laughs> so this week, uh, wasn't the greatest in terms of my dieting, but for the most part over the last couple of months, I have lost almost I've lost basically 20 pounds, um, which is fantastic. And I'm just going to keep on that journey. Okay. I'm prepared for it because the enemy is going to attack it, but it's not just me. It's also the health of my relationships. So I'm making sure that my kids are eating healthier apart from this last week. Like I said, okay. So I'm trying to make sure that they're eating things, appropriate things, um, and that they're exercising on a regular basis and moving around and, and, you know, so we, we try to do some things like that. Um, like we go to the zoo and walk around for four hours or we go to sky zone and we jump around for an hour and a half and just get tons of exercise. Um, I, I guess anyway, so that's me prepping for that. My point here, guys, is I hope you understand is that I think we kind of Brian and I, this morning, as we were talking about this stuff, we kind of like figured out that the four pillars of prosperity in reverse order is kind of the devil's attack plan. Isn't that freaking nuts? So knowing that now, you kind of know what to prepare for, right? The biggest thing is be patient with the financial part. Be patient with it because once you get it, you're good, okay? Be patient and in the meantime, prep for the other attacks because they will they will be coming. Anyway, all right, guys, that's 30 minutes of time basically here. Appreciate you all for listening. I really do. You have no idea. I really hope my little epiphanies here are helpful to you. Um, they are helpful to me. I mean, even me just speaking them into this podcast is actually very, very helpful for me to um, sort out the, the thoughts of my brain and, and organize them in a, in a way that's useful for me in my own life as well. So appreciate you all. Love you all. Talk to you later.